I like food. I mean, I, I like food you too. Know, you don't like food. I've watched you. You sit there going, "Oh, I had a bagel a couple of days ago." I'm just, you know. And I've I've wondered this when I've seen you behave like this. I've been like, which of us has the evolutionary advantage? Because you, on the one hand, seem to be able to go for a month without eating, which I think, you know, in times of lean, mm-hmm. would be good. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I think under attack, I would have. The reserves. I would have eaten a lot of food. I'd I, be the one that would fight, and I, you'd be like, "I'm gonna run." I think. I, I think I would run. Yes, like, I think you would run so, as well. So, so the, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> I'm not a fighter. I'm a bleeder. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my motto. But I think in, in prehistoric times, not in prehistoric, but like that's times, quite far. That's yeah. too far. Back. But I'd be running. And you'd be running after me to kill me, presumably. But Why then... would I be killing? No, 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 no. Well, no, because I, I figured we'd have. A, I figured we'd have a common enemy, like okay. some kind of saber-toothed tiger. Okay, put it this way: we're running away. Okay, we're running together, co-op, right? And then, like, you spot a kebab shop, <laughs> and you and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not hungry, but you have to stop for a kebab shop, and a raptor gets you. Right. In fact, a raptor is running the kebab shop. This is the raptor's tactic. <laughs> So this is our second second podcast. It is, um, which is in the the first one went well, uh, surprisingly well. Given, mm. frankly, it was just the pair of us sitting in a room, guessing at what we might actually say. Mm. You inadvertently took us towards burgers. Yep, yep, um, and I learned a lot. There was uh, Stuart Langridge. He um, was mm. saying that he sort of. He disagreed with us, and he wrote a blog post, which yes, I thought, he did. which I thought was remarkably decent of him. He put t- his disagreement into more than 140 characters, which, which is, is unusual these days. It's disgusting, yeah. frankly. It's, that's almost grown up, and I don't know how to deal with that because I'm a man-child. <laughs> um, but he was saying, and I, actually, I, I, everything you say, I was like, well, I agree with this, because um, he was saying it sounded like we were anti-library and anti-framework and that the platform is essentially a library if I understand his point correctly yeah and I don't know if I feel I mean the platform does feel like a framework more than a library because I don't agree with that because no? I th- no because I think it, it would, you got bits that you call mm. and then you're on your own but the DOM as a document structure yes you can't really go lower than that that doesn't mean it's a framework yeah okay there's an inversion there's no inversion of control you're in control and for me the definition of a framework is about the inversion of control anyway to call it you know and move on I wanted to sort of first of all say thank you to Stuart for writing up his thoughts because that was very nice of him and second of all but no thank you because it was a disagreement and we'd much we must prefer just unconditional praise and agreements yeah I mean, I didn't want to go full out and just say you're wrong, just, mm. just because you had an opinion that wasn't perfectly aligned with ours. But you're wrong. Other screw-up of the week belongs, mm. sir, to you and me. Let me ask you a question. Okay. If you were making a podcast app, okay. and I said to you, Jake, it's going to have a search feature, yeah. and that search feature can either take a name, name. or a URL. Or a URL. Okay, and I give you yeah. something that starts with HTTP. What do you do? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I noticed this as well. Yeah, we didn't really think of that when we named the show HTTP 203. Because, uh, yeah, it seems that um, 
Well, all of the uh, podcast apps that I've tried, as soon as you put HTTP space two or three, it thinks, well, this is a URL. And then it tries to parse it and it goes, this is not a URL, this yeah. is stupid. Go away. And just fails. Yeah, and then so, so your alternative is to just put in 203. And yeah. that doesn't seem to be sort of special enough, I think, for most. As it happens on iOS, because all the podcasts go through the iTunes store, essentially, mm. um, it isn't a problem. You can't put in a URL. You can't put in a random URL to an iPhone, um, as I discovered on my iPhone. Uh, but you can find us quite easily with HTTP 203. So there you go. That's uh, actually one store that gets it just <laughs> A+. Plus. Well, and the good news is, like, uh, you know, we've, we've tweeted at uh, BeyondPod and Pocket Casts, which are two of the uh, Android ones that, that have this issue. And they both kind of they got back really quickly and said, oh, yeah, we'll fix that. Yeah, hey, that's good, isn't it? It's really good. That's faster than I'd fix a bug, yeah, even if it was really easy. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I've already shipped it. What's, yeah. the, what's the point? Exactly, right? <laughs> Don't maintain things, just start a new project. That's boring. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Player FM as well, it's also listed on there. So anyway, um, chances are, if you're actually listening to this, you've probably already found it somewhere. So Yeah, so we're speaking to people who have overcome the problem. They're yeah. kind of part of an exclusive group. Well, they've overcome one problem, and they've discovered... This problem, yes. which is you and me. It's not a good reward for problem solving, <laughs> is it? Well done. Um, you get to listen to us two um, talking about, well, eventually talking about tech at some point. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Which you probably, well, you will be, because we've been thinking. And uh, well, it's been one of those kind of weeks, hasn't it, really? So Yeah. Cause. As Cause. In, as not not the, the Irish band of <laughs> yesteryear. No, no. The actual Cause Cross Origin. What does it stand for? Cross Origin what? Um, cross. So you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know and you're on the fetch spec. <laughs> I'm, I'm there in the thank you section. It's, so? It's you've, you've Cross Resource Security. No, I don't know what it is. This is really annoying. I'm going to have to look this up now. Oh, my phone's in airplane mode because I didn't want it making noises on the microphone. As my right. wife calls it, farting. So she says, your phone, if, my, if I leave my phone upstairs and I'm downstairs and I get notifications, she has been known to emerge downstairs with phone in hand, scowl on her face, and she will just announce to me, your phone was farting. <laughs> so that, that noise, that bup, 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 that's a robot fart. <laughs> on, on my bedside table, it's more like a... Oh, the vibrating. Uh, yeah, that one. Oh. So she, she refers to that as phone farting. Oh, I prefer Which the I, idea of the... Bup, 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 bup. It's just... A, <laughs> it's like a robot fart Morse code, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> how they, that's how robots communicate. In binary, that's, binary farts. Exactly. <laughs> so it's cross... Origin resource sharing. Okay, well, it turns oh, out that nobody know. wants to share their resources with me. No? Yeah, because I'm building an app, and it ingests RSS feeds mm. and other things uh. like other assets, MP3 files, that kind of thing. And it turns out nobody but nobody, even web podcasts, have the cause header on. Do we have the cause header on? Awkward. We don't have the cause header on. I'm going to see if I can get it added, because that would be... Yes, of course we do, Jake. Okay, <clears throat> we'll get that done before we put the show out, or, yeah. or not. Or not. I don't know. It'd be, I don't know. We we don't, right? As of right now. And neither does anybody else. And it seems that nobody's tried to build a podcast app. Or if they mm. have, all they do is they, well, they create a proxy, whereas I've heard it called resource laundering, which I think is a brilliant, <laughs> it's a brilliant name for what's going on here. So the idea is, 
I can't I can't get the course header from somebody else's feed or the images for their podcast or even the MP3 files, anything like that. Now, for the MP3 files, that's generally okay because the audio element doesn't care. It's just going to play it. It doesn't mm. need to inspect it in any way. It's it's one of the one of a very few set of elements that doesn't require cores. Yeah. And it, Should we? I mean, do we need to? Because I don't think many people really understand cores. I don't I, think I, I do. Well, this is the thing. I'm not being big-headed because I at the start of the year I, you know, through work on the well. Oh, is this where you now fess up to working on the fetch spec? I, no, I, well, I'm trying to backtrack on that as yeah, I'm saying it yeah, to, yeah. to, you know, sort of helping with little uh, bits of the fetch spec, tiny oh, little bits. By helping, you ruined it, basically. No, as it far as I'm ru- concerned, you are responsible for my woes this week. In, in terms of what you're talking about, that you know, it was ruined in that way long before uh, I, I got my hands on it. Unbelievable. But so, you, so what you're saying is you're ineffective at fixing the issues with fetch. Um, it, it's a really complicated problem. <laughs> I feel like I'm being bullied here. Oh, bah, I got a bill as well. I, feel like I got a cold. <laughs> yeah, I need sympathy, not anyway. Bullying. So as you kicking yeah. me when I'm down, like what what cause is is when you make a request to another origin, you are not allowed to access that data. You're not allowed to get at it with JavaScript. Correct. Essentially, I got that. Unless it responds with. Uh, well, you need to make a special kind of request, this cause request for it, and the server needs to respond with a special header, access control, allow origin, to say that you are allowed to access this. And you're, you're telling me that all of these XML feeds for RSS yeah, and the MP3s do not have that. Right, because I, th- I think it's probably a fairly reasonable conclusion that I've come to. Most people are consuming their podcasts through native apps, and native mm. apps don't have cross-origin restrictions in place. Yes. Therefore, why bother adding the header nobody needs it anyway. Mm. So me coming at it from a web point of view, I'm hitting the cause issue and it's basically saying, well, don't have the header. And and I think the people who make the podcasts are not adding the header because, well, their audience isn't there. Right. Well, I, and I think I think cause is important. And I think the reason that everyone understands um, in terms of why cause is important is that I you don't want me to be able to load Gmail on your behalf and read your emails. Correct. No, I, I, so I fully understand the need for cause. I don't think a, a, a random website should be able to kind of snoop around, look at anything you know outside of the origin from which it was kind of mm. loaded. However, I think the same probably to my mind could be said for things like geolocation or push messaging or any of those kind of things. By default, you want to say, no, you can't do those until the user says, sure, okay, yes, you can find out my location. Yes, you can do all these extended permission-y type things, like you can have durable storage or mm. whatever. But we don't have that today for cause. The only the only thing you get is no. And there's no, from a developer point of view, so it's the right call to, to lock it down, but from a developer's point of view, there's no escape hatch mm. apart from the resource laundering, which is make your own proxy, at which point you're kind of well, you're man in the middling. Your senses are right. everything comes through me. As it happens, you can then take that as like an opportunity, I suppose, to make sure things get served with HTTPS because yeah. there probably yeah. won't be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find and fix issues with other people's feeds if you run into that particular problem. Yeah, but ultimately, you've man in the middled the web. Well, and, and you're taking on the expense of serving, well, especially in the case of MP3, some really large files right there. Some of those can be like 100 megabytes. Right. And you're now paying for the bandwidth and for that. Yeah, so it's, it turns out it's quite interesting, this one, because even though the audio element does support getting 
from cross origin and it will stream and play the file yeah if i want to do something from say a service worker mm-hmm. um I have to. I have a mixed mode issue more than I have a cause issue, which is that I had to have a service worker. I'm on HTTPS, but the files I'm probably going to get, the MP3 files, are going to be over HTTP, mm. which means that the service worker won't fetch them because it'll say, "Well, I haven't got any clients." If I'm in, say, background sync or some other mode like that, I haven't got any clients that I can throw the warning to to say. By the way, you requested something that was HTTP, not HTTP, HTTPS. Yeah, so, so just, I mean, just to be, in case anyone is actually listening to this, which would be nice, but the, the whole uh, mixed mode thing, it's a kind of a, a legacy issue where if you've got an HTTP page and uh, an HTTPS page and something on there requests something via HTTP, which is allowed for images, audio, and video, the browser gives you like a warning, right, to say, you know, this page has actually made some insecure yeah. requests. Yeah. But yeah, like so, if you're doing that within a service worker, it's kind of like where, where who, who are you going to tell? Who are you going to call? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nobody. the yeah mixed content busters. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the the crap cousins of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, they, they still, we get rid of ghosts. What do you get rid of? Mixed content warnings. I, I like the idea that if I'm just sat on my desk and I load a you know a secure page, scroll down a bit, and it opens a, an image that's insecure. A load of people are just going to burst in the room with with the backpacks on, and they're just going to come on, and instead, and they're going to pull those guns off their back. But instead of shooting anything, they're just going to use the gun to beat the monitor, and <laughs> smash the laptop to pieces. Another citizen saved from mixed content. I'm really the the term insecure when it comes to security. Has, no, it's really it's coming it's coming the side door that one because it, mm. to my mind it was always unsecure. unsecure. When I hear it and somebody goes, oh, this is an insecure connection, does it mean the connection's sitting there going, does anybody love me? I don't know if they value my contribution to this. And I'm like... Yeah, it's, it's like when I think of an insecure image, it's like, oh, I, I don't think I've got enough pixels for this device. And really, oh, it's quite it's quite a blurry look, photo. Look at, and, oh. look at that image over there. It's a much better pixel ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at that, that's a picture element. Oh, I used to say unsecure, and I've been beaten into submission by my spell checker, which I assume is right about everything, because my spelling is not good. So you're all, all up with the cause now, right? You're, you've been looking at it, you know how it works? No, but yeah, well, let's say yes, I know enough to be angry, so let's go on then. Well, nevertheless, I'm going to give you a cause quiz. Oh, good. So you, I mean... So sometimes when you do a cause request, it will just request it and, you know, whatever, but sometimes it'll do a pre-flight... Yes, where I've, it makes I've a heard re- of this. It makes a request in advance because it goes. You're not allowed to make this kind of request normally, and just the request itself is dangerous enough dun, dun, dun. that I need to do something in advance to see if it's cool that I do that. So here you go. I want you to tell me pre pre-flight the request, pre-flight request, or no pre-flight request. Try it again, Jake. <laughs> oh, this is like when you tried to say incontinence oh. or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't think it was incontinence. What was it? it was, oh, no, it was isomorphic. It's isom- isomorphic, yeah. Isomorphic, <laughs> yeah. In- so. It wasn't incontinence. I, uh, I stand corrected. So I want you to tell me, pre-flight or not, you ready? Okay. I'm going to make a get request to another origin using fetch. Pre-flight. No. Got it. No, because the reason is I can do that with an image element. Okay. Yeah. Ah, is this uh-huh. is this the, is this the hidden thing? Can I do this with an existing? Yes, kind of is. Okay. I'm gonna make a post request. 
to a different origin. Pre-flight. No. Oh. I can do that for form element. Oh, okay. I can build a form element and call submit on it with JavaScript. That request happens. <sighs> Head request. Another origin. You can do that with XHR, because you can ask for a head, can you not, with that? I'm going to say no pre-flight. Correct! Yes! You get, you get on the scoreboard. Okay. Yeah. Put request over origin. Oh, I've never made a put request as far as I've been alive, mm. as far, as long as I've been alive. One of those. Um, I'm going to say pre-flight because it's so weird and out there that I don't think you can do that with normal. You are correct. Web tech. Yes. Pre-flight. Um, <laughs> two for four. Two, two on, two off. Go on then. So cross origin. We'll assume cross origin for all of them. Getting bored of saying that. So get request of origin by set the accept header to be foobar. Could you repeat the question, please, Jake? So it's got an accept header, and the value of the accept header is foobar that I've set using XHR or fetch. And it's a get request to another origin. No pre-flight. You're correct. Yes! No pre-flight. I don't actually know why that one is. Um, I assume because you... It doesn't matter. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, otherwise they'd, they'd ask for pre-flight, right? So, date header. Date header. I set that to hello, hello world. Cross oh. origin. Get. You're a terrible programmer. <laughs> yes, but, you know, do I... But I could be nefarious, terrible programmer. So do I. <laughs> I would say no pre-flight. Well, this is a trick question. Oh, because it won't even let you do this. Really, it's, it's on the forbidden header list. So you, you can't, can't set it at all. It will throw an error straight away. So hang on. So if I try and make any kind of request, but I set the date myself. Yeah, or cookie, or cookie two, or. Um, Ah, there's a big list of them. Cookie like, Monster? Cookie Monster is oh. not on there. That would cause a pre-flight, though, if you set that. So, <laughs> Any custom header. Honestly, to be honest, if I'm, I'm thinking it's... If math.random is greater than <laughs> 0.5 pre-flight... Well, you still, I think you've, you've done all right on uh, so far. Yeah, but if honest, I was like, if math.random, say pre-flight. <laughs> I don't... I, honestly, to me, I mean, it, it's so... It's so down in the legalese of being a browser mm. and the kind of, oh, but what if that? It's like a little puzzle yes. for browser vendors. I feel bad for developers because you end up needing to know really esoteric, weird things mm. just to make a request. And I understand the need at some level. But I always just kind of go, think of the developers, please. <laughs> think of them. They're suffering. Well, I, I, yeah, and, and most people will just try it. And if they see a pre-flight, they'll go, oh, this needs a pre-flight. It's fine. Yeah, well, it, would they? I mean, if I got that back, I'd be like, what's a pre-flight? Great. Uh, well, it's an options request. That's, yeah. What does that mean? Well, it, like, See, this, like, is, this is the problem with you writing specs. Now you don't make any <laughs> sense anymore. You go, well, uh, uh, this is why... You, to me, earlier today went, actually, I think... You'll find. You'll oh, find. my God, did I become that guy? Yes. I became the... Well, I th he said... Well, you didn't say, I think you'll find. You okay. just said, I think I like IndexedDB. Don't lie to... Don't turn it round now. You've already tried to back out once today. I, I will like IndexedDB once they implement promises into it. Once they get rid of this stupid request object that they have and replace it with promises, or at least put promises in there. I think that'd be a lot better. That's a lie. 
won't be any better. But you'll feel good because you sat there looking at the spec going, I like what you did there. Like we did that. That looks lovely. So what that's happens, a wonderful edge case. What happens with Index DB and me is I learn Index DB, and then I feel good about Index DB, and then I don't use Index DB, DB for like three days, and I forget a lot. Well, yeah, that's and that's I, how it's designed. There's actually that's how the spec's written. If you actually look at the spec at the bottom, it just says after three days, this memory will self-destruct. Yes, essentially. I I thought it was like a defense mechanism for myself. It's like. No. We don't want to be the kind of person who knows Index DB, so I, we're just going to garbage wrote, collect. Even the people who wrote the spec have to reread the spec because they, no, nobody remembers it. Mm. Anyway, should we move on? Yeah. What, uh, what's oh, on my, your... my voice cracked there. It was really... Yes. I've, I've, I've tried to do a, a, a thoughtful... Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to be one of those days when you walked in this morning because you were covered in hair. Yeah. <laughs> and you were seven feet tall and I was like Jake what's up with you I don't think that was me I think, <laughs> I think that might have been someone else you had the I think that might have been like Chewbacca yeah it actually was Chewbacca <laughs> it sounded a little so, a little, a little so you're, throaty so you're saying Chewbacca walked in came and sat on my desk yeah and actually presumably started looking through all my stuff and you went well it's just, it's at Jake's desk, so well, it was about, must be yes, Jake. It was about as effective as you are, so I figured, <laughs> why not? Yeah, I like the idea of you showing up looking like Chewbacca. I mean, because you... I mean, the problem the problem I've got with the Chewbacca reference is that the trend shows that I am not getting more hair. Right. I am, I am definitely... You managed to offend me in that way this earlier this week. When, when Soledad said, she said... Looking at the album art for this podcast, mm. she went, is, 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 is Jake actually taller than Paul? It, it looks does like look it. like I am, right? Yes, but you're not. We I, checked. I know. And, and, and it was established that I was taller than you, and you said, and I quote, I think I'm taller by a hair. By a hair. Yeah, but I'm allowed to say that because I'm, you know, on the, on the recession. You, I understand. You have I understand. no idea. <laughs> you know what? One of my favourite Wikipedia pages mm. is the common list of misconceptions. And one of those misconceptions is a misconception to which my wife subscribes. Okay. And that's a misconception is if you shave something with hair, it'll grow back thicker. Right. And it's not. It's just because you've got a kind of flat end to the hair, so it looks... Yeah, different when it grows but back. it drives me mad because mm. she's married to a bald man. Does she try and shave your scalp to make it? In a well, kind no, of that's that, to, that's my like that a rain a, dance. Exactly, that's yeah. my exact argument to her. She's like, "Oh, if you shave it, it'll come back thicker." When I'm like, when I'm talking about whatever. Anyway, you want to know what I'm talking about? Shaving. That's awkward. But <laughs> but, but so, no, 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 no. I said to her, I said to her, look, if if this was true. I would shave my head every day to try and cajole my follicles into life. I've got like, I mean, you know, obviously I'm receding at the at the front. Yes, but I have one hair, sort of, kind of where I used to have hair, and it it just grows at a rate. It's almost like it's trying to make up for the its yes. fallen brethren. <laughs> yeah, like, I've had one of those. Like, I've got you, Jake. I'll stay. I'll I'll grow as fast as I can, and maybe you can kind of just curl it around. <laughs> like Fill a, in the gaps. A single hair comb over. Yeah. I've had that, out. but on top of my ear. Except there wasn't ever hair there. It's just one random hair went, I'm going to grow on your <laughs> ear, Paul. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? Go away. So 
I don't know what you do with that. So I've plucked it and it came back. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've shaved it. My wife goes, don't shave it, it'll come back. Th- it won't come back <laughs> thicker. It's not going to spawn other hairs in the vicinity. That would be nice, though, if you could pluck it out and it came back with reinforcements. I mean, that yeah. would be the answer for both of our problems. Yeah. Really. You, you may have won the battle, but you'll never win the war. <laughs> Wherein you end up looking like Chewbacca, which would be, you know, how everybody would end up, especially men, because, you know, shave your face and then all of a sudden it's your cheeks and then all of a sudden it's your eyes and your forehead and that's how you get the bearded thing. <laughs> but, but the worst part of the whole height debate that we had... It is wasn't we... a debate. A debate make it sound, makes it sound like there are two sides and they both had valid arguments. I am taller than you okay, we had an, by we had, a hair. We did, we did a trial. We conducted a trial okay. and the evidence came out that you were indeed taller. I'm fine with that problem I had is then you told me how tall you were and you said five foot eleven and three quarters right I am just a fraction under six foot and, and that really bothered me because I've got this you got this thing haven't you I'm I've six got this foot. idea that I'm six foot you're not six foot you're not because I'm not but I really wanted to be six foot I know you just basically it's 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 I feel it because I want to be six foot two. Mm. Six, not six foot, foot two. two. <laughs> I want to be six foot just to be bigger, yeah. me, right? Well, I already am. Oh, yeah. I want to be six foot as well. Right. Okay. But I'm not. I'm just five foot eleven and three quarters, and I've made my peace with this. Mm. But I don't feel. I don't feel good about it when people ask me. I say I'm five foot eleven and three quarters. It's pretty much six foot. So what else has been going on this week? Let's see. Uh, ah, Paul Irish uh, wrote his list of things that cr- uh, create uh, reflows. Yeah, and style calculations because this was the the natural successor to Tony Gentle cause how to not trigger a layout in WebKit right because that's the yes. one that everybody has had since I want to say 2011 ish it's like it's old yeah. it's been around a bit there are some new items on there mm. because so things have obviously moved on at least in Blinkland since uh, it was WebKit and so right. The reasons why you might trigger layout. Some of those I think have have changed, and so it's and and it's not just layout as well. It's also how you can force a uh, style calculations. So things mm. like get computed style um, will force browsers, blink based ones certainly, and probably every other one, to actually you know calculate the styles. So there was one of the comments on the on the GitHub page where someone had said. Uh, it sounded a bit passive-aggressive. I don't think it was meant to be passive-aggressive. Were they it, British? Because it probably means that they were. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they are. But it said something like, well, I hope Blink can improve so this list can reduce. But it's not, it's not that. It's not, these aren't bugs. No. These are sort of facts of life. Yes. Like if you ask for the width of something... And we don't know what it is because we, you know, it's changed since we last rendered the page. Can we just pause there? Mm. Why did it change? Because you asked for it to be changed. Yeah, yeah, something changed. Yeah, something changed. Either you did or some other code that you run. As the developer, that is completely within your control. The browser's not going to go, do you know what I feel like doing? I just feel like changing that width. (laughs) You know, I do love to mess with the developers. (laughs) You know, they think it was 200 pixels, but I just changed it to 250 just for the laugh. (laughs) So, I mean, with this stuff, you really get into trouble if you're doing something like in a loop where you're changing styles and then reading them yeah. changing them reading them and that's what what was it we call that layout A layout thrashing layout thrashing so uh, we can avoid that right you can yes. always make sure you do your reads right so for i your writes. yeah i i have this notion of the, it's the, the right time to do it to do visual updates hmm. and it's called request animation frame and nowhere right. else okay so you would treat the dom as read only except in Request animation frame. Yeah, and read-only, 
and even at the start of a request animation frame. Because there's like this notion of the perfect frame, or at least there is in my head. Mm. Well, I call it, well, I sort of dubbed it the golden frame, but then I realized that that might sound a bit weird. Mm. But anyway, the way that the scheduler in Blink works is it's going to put your, uh, it's going to put all your event, input events at the start of the frame, and then it's going to call request animation frame. Mm. So if you do something inside a click handler, and then you read something at the start of request animation frame. So if you change the width of something in a, in a click handler, yes, that's changed the width. So when you read it in the start of the request animation frame, you're stuffed. You, you do a forced right. layout, and 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 that can be really difficult to debug as well because you're not always going to get a render between two well, no. tasks. Like not, a, a, a click so. event is part yeah. of a task. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, so you get well, that. not probably. I looked this up. It's uh, a task. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no! We're skirting very close to one of your down in the weeds. Oh, I've written a blog post on I, this. I have written a blog post about yeah. this, and the three people who read it really appreciated yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm doing all of my stuff in the right order in a raft, like I'm doing my reads and then my writes, but then a third party, something else, is doing the same, we're still getting that interleaving. Yeah, probably. So this is um, this is hard. Like if if you've got ads on your site or something like that, and they're doing something like this, yeah. So, so how about you treat the DOM as read only outside RAF and write only inside RAF? But sometimes, in order to do that, you need to know values. Well, yeah. So you, on so the you, need, you need RAF kind of read and then RAF kind of write. Well, on a click event, you get all the values. Well, you might not be. No, you see, you're assuming that a click handler is going to run. Let's say you're doing some kind of animation that just calls request animation frame back to back to back. I mean, I guess if you need to do reads mid animation, that's it's pretty harsh, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. There's no real solution to that. No, there isn't. Unless you were to, unless you were to separate. Well, there's libraries that do it. So there's a Google one, mm. um, and there's also uh, FastOM. FastOM. Oh, so. so I've, I have looked at FastOn before. This is where it, does it do a kind of two pass thing yeah, yeah. per RAF. Yeah, you basically it's two queues, I suppose, and all a the read queue and a write queue, and it'll run the reads before the writes. Okay, well, I guess that is us for today. But um, see you in two weeks, I guess, if not before. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>